Jojo Show. Hey, this is Rose. And this is Joe. And we discuss the gray area. The black and white of things. In today's podcast, we're going to tackle interracial relationships. Truly the black and white of things. Yes, the gray area. Yes. Let's get to the gray area. Let's get to it. That's what we hope to do always. And in true row fashion, I am going to hit you guys with an article, some facts, because I love the facts. Yes, edify us, Rose. And that's F-A-C-T-S, not F-A-X. Oh, that's so damn yucky. Oh, God, who says that? I don't know, but you know. With an X. Who knows? Millennials. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. So this article uh, is titled Key Facts About Race and Marriage 50 Years After Loving versus Virginia. So to start, it says in 1967, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the Loving versus Virginia case that marriage across racial lines was legal throughout the country. And that there is a rise in interracial marriage. Since then, one in six or 17 percent of people were married to a person of a different race or ethnicity in 2015. So that's a 15 percent increase since 1967. But let me just say, is that not some shit? Can you believe like 1967? That's really not even that long. That's ago. like yesterday. That was only like 10 years before I was born. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that's unreal. That's crazy. It is crazy. So the statistics on that actually equal out pretty close mathematically to my statistics that I have for later in the show, but. All right. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool though. I mean, at least it's coming along. It is coming along. Yeah. And that's what along. we're about here on the Rowan Joe show, bringing everybody together, no matter what color you are. Exactly. Because what we do have in common is that our blood is red. Yes. And we're human. <laughs> and we are human. Yeah. And hopefully we all like to laugh, have a good time, eat food. You know, drink wine. Yeah. Drink <laughs> we beer. love beer wine. Too, wine. Yeah. Yes. So my brother dates white women. And I was interested, and in, I wanted to know why. So I asked him why. And interestingly enough, uh, the, his first answer really shocked me, and I should have thought about it, but I hadn't. It hadn't crossed my mind. So my brother has sickle cell anemia, and I'm going to edify the audience further. Sickle cell anemia is a blood disorder. Um, and it is exclusive to humans or people who live in the worldwide malaria belt. So that's people of color, brown people. And here in America, the majority of people with sickle cell anemia are black. And so he told me that he didn't want to, he wanted, he wanted children and he has two daughters, but he didn't want them to have sickle cell anemia. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's such a good reason. Um, and I think it speaks to... Uh, why we shouldn't judge people and that we really don't know what a person's situation is um, and why they do what they do um, or feel the way that they feel. But he also mentioned, and I must say that my brother is in his early to mid 40s, that uh, he could say that the taboo factor of white women could have been could be a reason why he dates taboo like what do you mean taboo elaborate you know like the stereotypes <laughs> speaking of stereotypes Ooh, ding ding stereotypes. ding another so, article people should i stereotype well let me get back to you said good reason because it's hard to put a reason on attraction right you know so my preference 
If I don't know that it's called a preference, but so Joe dates black guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's preference. It's just something that I've always done. You know, it just happened that way, and that's just, and I can't put a reason on it. So I don't ha- like your brother how he dates white girls, and he has the reason for sickle cell. I don't have that reason, mm-hmm. of course. I don't have a reason at all. It just so happened to be that way. Right. So, And I'm glad you mentioned that because what that tells me is that you you can't put a reason on attraction. Exactly. If your attraction is, if you're attracted to someone, you're attracted to them. And that we all have preferences. Right. Sometimes you can't pinpoint. And you say stereotypes. They do say once you go black, you never go back. Well, it did work. That stereotype did stick with me. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Ching, ching, ching. (laughs) That kind of did stick with me. But I, I do want to clear up a few because even in that article, so I have an article that I really enjoyed <laughs> she says that was so much I, I know i did there's a lot of <laughs> disagreements there which is way too much to even get into in the podcast but it's called dear white women interracial relationships and biracial children do not absolve you of racism written by kyla jenny lacy in 10 on 10 31 17 2017 anyway let's just get to this stereotype that she clearly mentioned, and she is a black woman, of okay, course. Okay. And it's, she says, black men and women have been seen as sexual beasts since we arrived in this country. Black men with their oversized penises, black women with their oversized breasts and asses, and both with their oversized sexual appetite became a sick fetish meant only for white pleasure. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty deep. I just want to clear up some misconceptions and stereotypes. Like, not all black men have oversized penises. <laughs> and when you know, you know. Oh. And I know that not all of them don't. Not all of them are good great or great lovers. So that's a lie. It's a stereotype. It's a stereotype. And we can get lost in stereotypes. We can. Yes. We can get lost in stereotypes. So that's just one I wanted to clear up. And then as far as some stereotypes of white women, what have you heard? Well, there's an article, another article. Not that I haven't heard any, but I'll let let the black woman of the group speak on this. Um, I found another article. Um, It's called In Search of Black Love by Leah Donella, written in 2018. And in this article, she says that black women are expected to conform to white beauty standards. Now, I stopped at that sentence and I thought to myself, what exactly are white beauty standards? Um, Straight hair, fair skin, long hair. Um, Seems so outdated, though. 2018, she's still saying that. But more racist stereotypes about black women uh, that we're angry, overbearing, lazy, prudish, hypersexual, which is what your article mentions, right. emasculating, and that we can't take a joke. <sighs> okay, so that's an oxymoron right there. You can't be hypersexual and prudish at the same time. At the same damn time. Right, you can't be both. You can't, you know, you just can't be both. So, and I feel like all women can be hypersexual and all women can be prudish. That's not a white thing, a black thing, an Asian thing, a Mexican thing, a Puerto Rican thing. All women have their ways. So, I mean, again, that's a really bad, bad stereotype. And I don't don't don't, get it. I don't see that. I don't agree. I don't agree. So it's definitely an oxymoron right there. Right. It's counterintuitive and... You know, that's like saying all white women give good head. Give me that Becky, because that's another story. Or give head, like, right away. Right. Or give out money or, again, have good credit. It's all a stereotype. It's all a stereotype. 
Oh, Very people, get mm-hmm. this shit out of your head. Let go of the stereotypes. Get to know someone before you place a stereotype on them. Yeah, because all these stereotypes are old, played out. It's almost like the white woman saying for shizzle. God, we're back at her. I can't get over it. Poor thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Say the beauty standards again. Straight hair. Now, these are these are me and my questioning what white beauty standards are. The straight hair, the fair skin, you know, the is it the, the pointy nose? I don't know what the white beauty standard is anymore. Well, it confuses me because Instagram, let's just, Instagram is like Instagram. Everybody wants to be Instagram famous, famous. and all this and that. <laughs> so everybody on Instagram... Has wants to have a big booty, mm-hmm. and this is white women, not just black women. This is white women. Well, you know, the black women are supposed to be the the standard for the big ass, big old right. booty. So small if ways. white women are trying to get big booties and small waists and big boobs and and getting lip injections and all this and that, so is I mean, how is it still the beauty white beauty standard if white women are trying to get a standard that's held by black women? Because we're all fucking confused. Right. We are all very confused. Well, I, I, is it a sto- we all have the same... It's like a story that's just been told to us, and we over keep telling and over it to and ourselves, over but it's really over. long gone Right. And at this point. I mean, in my opinion. In my little I agree. I, I agree out. with that, and, and that we all can't be put in a box. Like, you can't say that all women, all black women, are A, B, C, D, and E, because... Me, myself, personally, I pretty much can guarantee that I'm not C, D, and E. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm R-O. Right, <laughs> and I'm J-O. I don't want to be put in a box either. And and let's let's clear that up. Like, as a white woman who dates black men and has, you know, biracial children, and the article points that out, too, that the world sees my kids as black. So I've always marked the black box for my children because right. at the end of the day, no one is going to look at my kids and be like, hmm, they could have a little white in them, so let's treat them like the white people. Because like, you had a little black in you yeah. or some big black in you. <laughs> some little. Some big. And beautiful. <laughs> it goes both ways. Again. So, back to the point of things. Where was I at? I got beside myself on the Oh No. I'm talking about the penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, my kids are black. So, I always refer. Because they are. In in society, they're, they're, people are going to look at my son as a black man and my daughter as a black woman. Right. And if you ask my daughter, she'll consider herself a black woman. My son, I mean, he'll be like, I'm not black, I'm brown. But at the end of the day, my son will say, I'm a black man. And they have to. Because, again, the world don't look at them like that. But I'm not sure where I was going with it. With- but it's just not always sugars and butterflies and... Oh, happy, I'm a Becky and I date black men. Like, we have our issues. We are put in a box. Like, white women dating black men sometimes are put in a box. Because when I, you know, sometimes dated white men and they knew that I have black children, you can just tell. It becomes different for them. For the listening audience, I had a relationship with... um a Mexican or Hispanic. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I know. I have to. It still makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know the it. difference. If you speak Spanish, you, you are that. Anyway. <laughs> there's Hispanic. There's Latina. There's the, okay. Latina. Latina. Yeah. Well, anyway. But no disrespect. We love you. Yes, we love yeah. you. 
Your language is very romantic. I love it. So I, I heard, tried to learn it a few times. But, you know, I heard that they, the Hispanic men, are very controlling. And to <laughs> my... I heard they were very passionate. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. And controlling. See? And cheaters. But, but aren't... Most, most right. Men, but most men, most men that I know that are married to Puerto Rican men, I'm, this is Puerto Ricans, they've very great loyal men. Yeah, but I... What I've learned. I think cheating is one of those things that crosses the color line. Exactly. You know, there's this thing now that black men don't cheat, if that's not a lie. Who said that? You know, that's this popular thing now, that black men don't cheat. I think that's being facetious. Is that a Twitter thing? Uh, Well, it's a social media thing. (laughs) Social media thing. Um, So, yeah. I also want to speak about we're talking about biracial children and black men and white women you know the most ignorant shit i've heard to date is this there's a nfl player by the name of jaleel aday and he's married to a white woman and recently you know here recently there is a video circulating of him and his wife they're having dinner with friends and they toast to having more light-skinned children. Mm, mm, mm. And you know, I'll be damned, people. Can we can we get it together? Yeah, we need to get it together. Because... Because there's nothing like a dark-skinned... Take that out. No! Take that out. Why are you going to take it out? But I like dark-skinned men. And that's fine. It's your preference. We have to... And I think... You can't, we can't be so sensitive that you can't say, we're having a conversation. You can say dark-skinned okay. men because... And women. Lupita. Yeah, but that's a She's thing now. gorgeous. There's this thing now, and, and it's colorism, that we now give kudos and, and we recognize the beauty of the darker-skinned person. And that's all fine and good because for a long time in the black community, they felt... Um, disregarded and and less than because and now I can speak to those white beauty standards because they were darker skin and not fairer skin. Right. Yeah. So right. I think it's fine that you. I personally think it. And if anybody takes it personal, then oh well, that's what. But we, I do know. I do have a friend who only dated. Who, well, she didn't only date. She dated all races. But I'm just saying she didn't want to have a baby. To a black guy because she didn't want to have a kid. She basically said she didn't want to have a baby, a crispy baby. And is this a black woman or a white woman? A black woman. woman. You know, I had a and, black, there, yeah. and there we go. Another right. ignorant situation. Right. That's self-hate. Yeah. We need self-hate. to learn to love ourselves, people. We do. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I wish I had a little more because I glow in the dark. <laughs> like, if none of none of the listeners probably, some of the listeners may know me, but they, but most of them probably will not. And I don't know if pictures will do the justice, but I'm very pale. I'm very pale. I get a good tan in the sun, but I don't tan. I'm never, I never go to tanning bed. So in the wintertime, like, I literally could glow in the dark. <laughs> but so, that's okay. You know, for being pale, you know, it irritates me. So it's just, it goes both ways. You know, everybody could say they have a problem with, Whatever. Whatever their body is or skin is or so. You know, right. Let's so just love ourselves. Let's practice more please, self-love. Please. More Including self-love. Myself. More self-love. Yes. So we're getting off topic. Of course. Always. In true Row and Joe fashion. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't <laughs> stray a little. I myself off course by... <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, oh my anyway. goodness. So we were talking about, so what, do, how do we feel about, um, the black women who date or marry white men? I, I mean, black women don't seem to have a problem with that. Actually, and you know why? I feel like black women and white parents are the two people that complain the most about a white woman dating a black guy, marrying a black guy, having babies to a black guy. I don't feel like people put pressure on the black woman who dates or marries or births a child to a white man. And you know why? And I'm again, I'm calling out the black people. It's because when a black woman does that, you know, Serena Williams, Grace Hightower, because, you know, Robert De Niro, he um, dates and has was married in process of divorce now, a black woman. You know, David Boy was married hey, to a mom. Mr. Big. Big, I think, married a black woman, too. On Sex and the City, big. I think he dated a black woman. I love Yeah, but these are, I'm talking big. about real life. and No, in real life. God, That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, in God real life. God rest David Bowie. But we as black women feel like those women have come up. You know, they, they hit a lick for all of those who don't know uh, what a come up is. Oh, let's get the stereotypes. So white men, all white men have good credit, ha. just like all the white girls do. Well... I mean, hey, that's a stereotype. That's a stereotype. But that's I think that's how most of black people feel, women feel about. A- so then if they feel like a white man's a come up, then why are they so frustrated that a white woman marries a black man? Because if marrying a black man isn't a come up, then they should be fine with a white woman having a black man because he's not a come up. We didn't hit a lick. We got a lost thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's always counterintuitive to me. A lot of these things are very counterintuitive. It makes zero sense. Well, that's humanity. We make zero sense. Right, right. So I'm gonna spit. And I'm not saying just black women make zero sense with that, but in general, like some of these stereotypes, like that, really. If a white man's a come up, then why? Then go find you a white man. And then don't be mad at the black man that marries the white girl because, shit, that's not a come up. <laughs> that white girl took a loss, not a lick. Uh, well, well, don't, don't. See, right? now you're emasculating the black man. Okay. No, but, no, I'm just saying. I know, I know, I know. So I'm going to, uh, since we're talking about, you know, black men and how black women get so angry at them for dating and marrying white women, I'm going to kick another statistic, another kick fact. Yeah, okay. And this Edifies. is from the same article uh, in search of black love, black on black love. And it states that 75% of recently married black men were married to black women. And that number rose if the man was a college, has a college degree and earns $100,000 per year. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so so okay, that, so that, that kind of that could kick another stereotype. Yeah, the curve. I agree. Right? Yeah, the stereotype of what? The fact that you know, all black men who are who made it, nigga, we made it. I'm back on that. Uh, they date <laughs> white and marry white women. I right. mean, this statistic pretty much moots that point. That that's not how it goes, people. Right. So that kicks the stereotype. So it goes to say, like, so black men who go to college, they want to do the right thing. They want to do what's socially accepted. In their community, right. In their community, be proud. You know, they want their parents to be proud of them. So they marry a black woman. They have black babies. Mm -hmm. They have black love. Epitome of black love. Yeah. So so they're doing the right thing. So 
Not that not that if they date a white woman or marry a, a white woman is the wrong thing, but, but in culturally, general, culturally, if they're if they're steering the course that their if their parents are black and both black, then the course is probably go to college, work hard, marry a black woman, give me some black grandbabies, black grandbabies, yes. black love, you know. So that kicks that stereotype to the curb. Right. And again, it's not that marrying a white woman. I don't want to have anyone think that I'm saying that's opposite, that that's not good, too. I'm just saying. So, Well, I don't think we're here to pacify the audience. I, I, Joe, I don't want you to be afraid to speak what you're saying because we're not here to pacify people. We're here to yeah. edify people and get people to change their mind and right. err towards the side of love and acceptance and, you know, just pretty much letting people live their lives. Let people yes. live. Yes, let people live. If you took the time to make sure that your life was okay, you wouldn't be so worried about what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? More people need to mind their own business because what I eat, I'm going to shit out. Exactly. Not you. Exactly. I think that's a poignant point. Mind your own business, people. If you see a child or you know that a child is being abused, then it's time to get into somebody else's business because the child that's being abused can't defend him or herself. But grown people, stay out of my business. Right, exactly. Like, it's nobody's business. Like, no one should feel pressure to date one race or the other race. I mean, parents, you know, you shouldn't put... The world is hard enough, like, without the extra pressure. Finding love in today is hard. It's super hard. So, I mean, if you find it, be happy you found it and just keep it moving. And just keep it moving. And leave people alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> leave, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> so let's get, so back to the percents and statistics. I read that 9% of black men marry white women and 4% of black women marry white men. So it's not too far. There's not a big, huge difference there. Right. There's not a real big, huge difference. And I don't know culturally if there's more pressure on one or the other. I don't know. Well, I can say, you know, I spoke to the fact that I have biracial nieces and that my brother's preference is to marry a white woman. And you mentioned white parents and black women seeming to have the most issue with that. But my mom is very prejudiced. So I think it is. It's it's a generational thing. You know, yeah. I think we're in the generation where we want to bring everyone together. And you made a good point earlier you know, before we came on, you mentioned how, you know, 20 years from now, what did you say? Basically, I said 20 years from now, no one's going, because we were talking about the the stereotype where the your brother had mentioned that a white woman is the forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, I don't know, maybe for his age group, maybe. Mm-hmm. It still seems he's still a little bit younger, but not that far young, but... Since the marriage law was only in 67. Right. <laughs> so he's not that far. But like your son, for instance, 20 years from now, when he grows up, he's nowhere going to look at a white woman because and be like, the she's world, the forbidden fruit. Yeah, it's There's shifting. no way. It's the shifting. shifting. The shift is happening, you know. Right. And that's a good thing. Yeah, eventually positive. I don't even feel like there'll be a, mar- my, a majority or minority race. Like eventually... I don't know. Hopefully we get back to the human fucking race. Because that's a human race. Because really, race. We, we're cousins. Shit. Yeah. 
Literally. Literally. We're cousins. And race, we're we're the human race. So black and white is not necessarily a race issue. It's a cultural issue. Yeah. And as far it's as actually a skin issue. Yeah. It's a melanin issue. I don't have much and you got more than me. Like it's that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like so I could date a guy with more melanin than me, basically. Basically. I like guys with melanin and flavor. Um, kicking new flavor in your I ear. I some melanated men that don't have a lot of flavor. Oh, that's too that's bad. That's another damn lie. Rest no. in peace, Craig Mack. There's my singing for you guys. <laughs> yeah, she got her song in. <laughs> I won't sing for you. I want you to like our show. Uh, me too. Yeah, that's I want them to be, yeah, but if they listen to me sing, they might not like it. Oh, damn. That's yeah. too bad. You want me to rap? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I lied. Okay, so... What else do I do? We want to point out here. There's so much. Like it's hard to wrap it up in like 30 minutes. Yeah, because we don't we don't want to over talk you guys and have you guys lose interest. So we will say that next week our topic will be about biracial children, which goes to white parents. <sighs> You're going to have a lot a love for your children. This is a quote from that article. Oh, that article has mm-hmm. Joe. Steaming. And me too, This article, though. Like, this article was tough. She was tough on us. Yeah, she was. And you have a right to... And if I really wanted to go through, it would take an hour to go through this. (laughs) But go go ahead. White parents... This is a quote. White parents, you're going to have a love for your children that no one else has or can replicate. So it's obvious that you will love their little bodies despite the fact that they're black. But just because you fuck black people doesn't mean you fuck with black people. Holy moly. Yeah, so that's tough. But I get it. There are the people, there are the girls that go date a black eye and then they end up pregnant and then they have a, a baby that's half black, half white. And then they might go marry a redneck who treats them like shit. You just never know. <laughs> Not all rednecks treat their kids like shit. But you know what I'm getting Yeah. At. Well, so there you- are those ones that don't that don't appreciate or try to understand black culture, should I say? Right. Yes, you should that, say that. That happens. But I would say overall... Not as much. So, but just to make it clear, I fuck with black people. So maybe that's Hey, here's the Rowan Joe show. Yes. <laughs> I fuck with black people. <laughs> and P.S. Comb that baby's hair, she says. P.S. I comb my baby's hair. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, be so mad, Joe. I am mad. She's fired up about this I'm article, mad. I'm going to meet this child. Oh, my gosh. And her name is Kyla. Jenny Lacey. Did yeah. I say it already? You did. Okay. <laughs> we put that out there again. Well, we can always edit that out. No, we're not going needed. to. We're not going to. I love edits, though. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, we want to let our listening audience know that we are available. We want you, we want feedback we want you to like and share we want you to talk to us yes so we you can give us opinions yes contact us on twitter i'm a tweeter let me know if I get too white on y'all or mm-hmm. uh, if I get too black. Yeah, That's you never funny. Know. Yeah, yeah you, you never know. You know at, right. Know. Can, but anyway, my, the Twitter handle is at Rojo Show, no W, Ro and Joe Show. Yeah. R O. And we got Facebook. A N D J O S H O. At Rowan Joe Show, no W. On yeah, Twitter. Facebook is the Rowan Joe Show. Facebook is the Rowan Joe Show. Do we have Instagram? Not yet. Instagram uh, is coming. I'm struggling with getting that on my phone for some reason. It's I. Instagram yeah. is coming. Instagram, Instagram is coming. But so, let us know your so thoughts. So talk to us, people. Yeah. Let us know what you think about um, what we're doing here because ultimately, again, we must uh, reiterate our intent, which is to bring together 
the masses. To get rid of the stereotypes. And if you want to keep them, that's fine. But laugh at them. You know, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's really not. So the sh- and so most of them are lies anyway. Yeah. Again, yeah. big isn't always big and little isn't always little. Woo-hoo. And straight hair for um, black women is indicative of a weave right. or a relaxer. You think yeah. that's why, you know? I think that's why what? Why um, black men, one of the stereotypes that white women have that straight hair and they can... You know. Well, I think I don't think it's the straight hair. I think that it's maybe not a weave, so they can pull it. Ah, rougher can't, sex. We they can't want to it out. You can pull this; it's not gonna come out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe does good weave stay in? I think I, good I weave stays know, in. I don't. Lace fronts might not. I think lace lace fronts might. I don't do right weave. So, and then by all means, for my sisters who do, God bless. We're not. I love we're you. not trying no, to be smart here. We're we're just really keeping asses. it real. Yeah. To be honest, we're trying to tackle and, and <laughs> yeah. debunk the myths and figure yeah. out why. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you we're can gonna... touch on my hair, basically. <laughs> Don't touch on my Bullet. hair. Pull it. <laughs> we are in so much trouble for this. Oh, one. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We're doing what we do in true Row and Joe fashion. So we're for gonna sure. wrap it up. We look forward to. I love when you wrap it up. Hollering at you next week. Yes. When we'll be discussing biracial children. Love the baby. Yes, and my baby's gonna be on. Sweet! Deja will be on. That's nice. Talk her truth. How about that? I might that? not like it, but we're gonna listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be what Let it, it be. is. Let it be. So we're gonna say deuces. We're out. The Road with Joe Show. Yeah.